0: So you're starting to see some more availability in the new car market, some vehicles on new car dealers lots, maybe some offerings that are not marked up over MSRP. But according to our friends over at Jalopnik, the new car deals might not be as good as they seem. Many deals that are advertised under MSRP are too good to be true. What do they mean by that? And more importantly, at the same time, there's more inventory at the end of 2022, there's new laws that make some of the pricing tactics by dealerships illegal. The Federal Trade Commission has put some new rules out or interpretation of existing rules that maybe make it illegal for the dealership not to give you a good deal. Think about that. It might be required under federal law for a new car dealership to give you a good deal on a car. You you need to know how to ask for it. You need to know how to expect it. But it might be a new law that a car dealership gives you a good deal on a car. So let's dive into it. We're going to look at the Federal Register, the FTC policy, but let's first take a look at what Jalopnik is talking about with the the pricing. They give an example of a car that they saw happened to be a Volkswagen for sale with a price that seemed like it was pretty good. It had the price, the payment, all the details, and then it had the small print. And they went through it all that said the pricing is after a trade incentive of $1,000, which means that If the customer doesn't have a trade-in, you don't have that discount, right? So by trading in a vehicle, Volkswagen would give you an additional $1,000 dealer arranged financing. Also, you have to have financing with the dealer. So if you finance it yourself or through a credit union or pay cash, you don't get that you have to do it through VW credit at a non-subsidized APR. What that means is you have to pay a higher interest rate in order to get that deal. So there's two things about this deal that don't apply to everybody. Here's another deal they looked at that had in the fine print includes a $1000 customer discount for conventional financing from the dealership through a lender of our choice. And it has dealer installed items 899 for paint protection, window tint for 799, vehicle theft protection of 299, dent and ding protection of 299 and 3 years of paid maintenance for 895. So, you're talking 3 or 4,000 dollars worth of add-ons to get this deal. If the customer doesn't take the dealer's loan with a higher rate and take all those things, that means you got to pay another 4,000 dollars for the car. Right? So, what you're finding is they're showing you a price on their ad which gets your attention, but then you find these smaller Details and add on. Now you might say, well, I wouldn't fall for that. I would find that out. Well, you're probably right. You may, as a consumer, find out these extra charges and not buy the car. But according to the FTC, just offering that misleading price might be illegal. Even if you find out the price is not what it's supposed to be and you walk away, that caused harm to you because you spent time, you diverted yourself from a competitor and they consider that to be anti-competitive activity. Under section five of the FTC Commission Act, unfair methods of competition include doing something to get your attention away from another competitor by making it seem like you're a better deal or a better offering. Even if later on you say, well, we just made that up and It's really not that price. The diversion of your attention from the competitor was an unfair practice. And they're going to start cracking down on this. This entire 16-page document talks about what conduct is an unfair method of competition. And it's now been adjudicated. This is relatively new. This is November of 2022. Unfair conduct isn't just whether or not you lie about a competitor or you do something underhanded. If you divert the initial attention of a consumer from a competitor to you, even if you own up to it later, that's unfair. How does this apply to dealerships? Well, in the Federal Register, they talk about more motor vehicle dealers, trade regulation rule, right? And what they're talking about is very specifically prohibiting dealers from making certain misrepresentations in the course of selling, leasing, financing, or arranging financing, require accurate pricing disclosures, and more importantly, prohibit the sale of any add-on product or service that confers no benefit to the consumer, and require dealers to keep records of advertising and consumer transactions. So a dealer can't do an ad and then delete it and then say it never existed. You have to keep records of those. And they get into your time being valuable as a consumer. Buying or leasing a vehicle is not only inexpensive in price, but the transaction is time-consuming and arduous. This is a common complaint about dealers. It's like a hard process. You don't want to go through the hassle of dealing with a motor vehicle dealership, a car dealership and part of that hassle is to make to wear you down as a consumer. Well, the FTC is dealing with this. They say that consumers who purchase a vehicle may spend 5 hours or more at a dealership doing this. Doesn't include the time spent visiting dealerships when they do not make a purchase. So, think about that. You may go to multiple dealerships and not make a purchase and maybe it's not just comparing prices or comparing models, it might be that you went to a dealership thinking one thing and then you wasted your time because when you got there, the vehicle wasn't available or the deal wasn't the way it was supposed to be described. And not including financing, that's section one. They talk about deception and unfairness in the motor vehicle marketplace just because they get away with something and you sign for it doesn't mean it's fair and the FTC is addressing that and here's where they talk about diverting you misleading advertisements can cause significant consumer harm and it's not just if you pay too much even if you walk away from that deal you end up selecting that dealership instead of others and spending time visiting it and transacting with it under false pretenses so even just visiting the dealership can steer you away from an honest dealership that says, here's an honest price. I'm willing to sell it for that. And they talk about what are the unlawful practices for add-ons and deceptive pricing. The protracted paperwork process can make it difficult for consumers to spot add-ons, especially when the advertised price didn't have it. If the consumer finances the vehicle and then they do a separate finance process, you have to sign 20 or 30 documents and they can hide stuff in there. And what happens a lot of times when you get to the end of the process many hours later you just want to get out of there you're so tired you're worn down you don't want to be there anymore you just want to get it done and over with and they take advantage of that so they add on something that wasn't agreed to in the original negotiation or in the original price and you just say fine i'll just deal with it i just want to get out of here because your time is valuable you may not be able to take another day off from work you may not be able to find another car and it's not even that they get you to buy a car it's even to get you to visit it a prohibited misrepresentation is likely to affect a consumer's choices whether to visit a dealership or not so it's not enough that the misrepresentation made you buy something or forced you to to spend money even if a misrepresentation makes you visit a dealership that is something that is prohibited and getting back to this jalopnik article if they offer you this supposedly great price and then all of a sudden the fine print says well it's really not true because you have to finance with us and buy all these things that's a misrepresentation this could be construed as illegal under ftc rule five and part of the harm is that it diverts business from reputable dealerships that provide truthful advertising and makes you go to the dealership that's less than honorable. Consumers who select and travel to dealerships based on an advertised offer only to learn late in the process that the offer does not apply, have often spent many hours trying to purchase a car. Even if they notice and successfully resist later added fees or leave learning the discounts do not apply, the misleading advertisements cause them to waste hours driving to and visiting the dealership. For many consumers, walking away is not a realistic option. For example, restarting that process at another dealership might mean taking a day off from work or cannot afford a second car or second alternative transportation. The bottom line is that the dealership is not allowed to make stuff up. For example, it may be that because of this rule, if you walk into a dealership or converse with them over email and ask them, is this the lowest price I can get on this car? They can't lie to you. They can't say, yeah, this is the best deal. If they could have sold it for less, they can't say that. So if you get it documented in writing, this is the lowest price, and then you find out later they could have sold it for less, that might be liability. And they address this. If you find out after you enter the contract and spent thousands more, that could be a violation of misrepresentation. And it's very general. The rule would prohibit misrepresentations concerning the cost of of financing, purchasing, or leasing a vehicle. End of story. So if you misrepresent anything about the cost, this is how much it is, this is your best deal, this is your payment, that's prohibited under Rule 5. And it gets into details around the total cost, added features, other charges, documentation fees, transportation fees, delivery fees, any of those things that are part of the total cost, the cost or price of vehicles material. It's likely to affect the consumer's conduct and what vehicle to buy they also can't put a price that has rebates that everybody can't get there's some rebates that go to like college graduates or military or other types of qualified individuals they can't put that in the price unless everybody gets it it prohibits misrepresentations concerning availability of rebates or discount that are factored into the price but not available to all consumers so if you advertise a price as a dealership you have to put in only discounts that everybody can get not selected people And what they're going to do is require a disclosure. It would require a motor vehicle dealer to disclose the true offering price of a vehicle that references the full cash price for which a dealer will sell or finance the vehicle to any consumer, excluding only required government charges. Any dealer add-ons, dealership fee, conveyance fee, document fee. You can't add those afterwards. And it would make it a required disclosure to consumers because visiting a dealership ahead of that is an inconvenience for the purchaser. And they review one more time that these practices are unfair because they are likely to cause substantial injury. And the first injury they talk about is customers lose time when they pursue offers that are not available. So by making these requirements documented, They're eliminating that problem. Now dealerships still may try to kind of find a gray area, but you want to get everything documented so you know you're not paying too much for the vehicle. And they make it very clear. If a consumer inquires about a specific vehicle, the dealer must disclose the offering price of that vehicle in writing. So if you say, hey, I wanna get information about stock number 1234, they have to give you a written offering for that vehicle. It's very, very clear. And it sounds like a broken record. Inaccurate price information is likely to cause substantial injury for consumers who waste time. So this is something they repeat over and over and over like a broken record that you cannot give inaccurate pricing. So it's real simple. Ask the dealer for written price information and you can reference the law even under 463-4. And if you tell them you want a offering price disclosure under 463-4, they have to do it. And they get into a lot of other details about financing and fake add-ons like rust proofing or nitrogen filled tires or gap insurance. And we're not gonna get into that today. We'll get into that in future videos. But the important thing is that if you're looking to buy a vehicle, get a documented firm offering price from the dealership from the beginning. That way you won't be misled later by add ons. This rulemaking is still a little bit in process. And remember, we're not attorneys. We're not giving you legal advice. So you might want to get more detailed information from an attorney if it's important, but use this as leverage as a buyer to very simply just ask for what's the best price on this vehicle, document it. Do you sell it for any less than that? and then you can make a decision even to engage with that dealer more. If they avoid this or evade this, you know they're not worth dealing with. If they give you straight answers, then you can proceed knowing that it's gonna be very difficult for them to try to throw something back in the mix later because the dealers has to dealership has to keep all this. Motor vehicle dealers are required to keep for 24 months all advertisements, sales scripts, training materials, marketing materials, financing information, and quotes to consumers. So if you are misled by a dealer, you can go back and pull their records of what they trained their salespeople to say, what they told their sales department to do for presenting pricing. And they can't waive this. Waive not permitted. They can't say, well, we make we want you to sign this to waive all these rules because that's not allowed. So be aware as a consumer that bad deals on cars are almost illegal now. Imagine that right? Dealers can't evade this. And as a car buying customer, you have a lot more rights than you did before. They may not make you aware of these at the dealership, but use it to your advantage when getting a price for buying your next new vehicle.